0: This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday, the 20th of October. In your Squiz today, Western Australia will stay closed to COVID states, freedom for protesters in Myanmar, Emma hangs up her skivvy. and getting Chris to Kara. This is your Squiz today. Starting today with an update on Western Australia's COVID roadmap, Claire, after Premier Mark McGowan confirmed yesterday that their hard border will remain in place for New South Wales, Victoria and ACT for the rest of the year. Tough news for those wanting to make holiday plans.
1: Yeah, it is. But what the Premier said is that the hope is that 80% of the eligible population in that state will be fully vaccinated by Christmas and then they'll get past that time Uh, open up at the right time, he says, when it's safe to do so, but there is no date that he's nominated for that reopening to happen to those eastern states.
0: Yeah, no firm date, he says. It'll happen sometime next year when between 80 and 90% of West Australians aged 12 and over are fully vaccinated. Hopefully some incentive there to get jabbed as quickly as possible. Speaking of rules and vaccinations, what's making news, Claire, this morning is the situation with the Australian Open, the tennis tournament held in Melbourne in the new year, specifically whether there will be a vaccine mandate for the players.
1: Yeah, that was brought into question yesterday because Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews is talking quite a bit about Victoria's reopening now that it is getting to quite significant vaccination rates. What we know, though, is that unvaccinated people are unlikely to be able to enter the country. That's something that the federal government is looking after. That's not a state matter. Uh, But when it comes to giving exemptions, particularly people in quarantine, uh, Andrews is in charge of that and he says that it's unlikely that anyone will be able to skip quarantine even if they're able to get an exemption to enter the country as an unvaccinated vaccinated person. uh, That has thrown open all sorts of questions about what that might mean for the Australian Open, particularly because the world number one men's player, Novak Djokovic, uh, has been quite cagey about vaccination. He's refused to disclose his own vaccination status, but he has said that it's probably unlikely that who will come to the Australian Open to defend his title given the COVID restrictions.
0: An Australian Open with potentially no Djokovic it's a pretty big deal he'd be chasing his 10th Australian Open title. Just to round out Victoria's news the border with New South Wales is now open to those who are fully vaccinated no need for quarantine or a COVID test. We spoke yesterday about Prime Minister Scott Morrison's plan to commit to net zero emissions by 2050 with an NDC, a nationally determined contribution. It's a hot topic ahead of the COP26 climate summit, which he will be attending in Glasgow. Lots of eyes on the reaction from the National Party to the plan. They are, of course, in a coalition, but climate policy is a notoriously tricky topic for the partners.
1: It is. And there isn't a lot of time to spare to get this sorted out. Uh, What we have learned this morning from reporting is that it looks like the Nationals will hand the Liberals uh, their demands for protecting regional jobs by the end of this week. Uh, Prime Minister Morrison is set to go to Glasgow at the end of next week. So there's not a lot of time to get it ironed out and to actually make solid the coalition's climate policy, uh, where things are still being talked about about is that it looks like a net zero emissions commitment by 2050 is on the cards but not something for a shorter term commitment of emissions reductions by 2030.
0: As always watch this space and I'll pop a link to our shortcuts episode on Australia's climate agenda in your episode notes if you're wanting a bit more background and context. Over in WA, the search continues for missing four-year-old Cleo Smith. She's been missing now for four days. She was, of course, on a camping trip with her family in Carnarvon. Police say they're no closer to finding out what's happened here, Claire.
1: No, the inspector in charge of that investigation yesterday said that they're no closer to unravelling the mystery. That's a quote from him. Uh, What Ellie Smith, who is the mother of Cleo, said yesterday, she fronted the media to say that it's been horrendous and that she has no idea where her daughter is. Uh, She said that it's unlikely that she's wandered off and they really are fearing the worst.
0: The search had been paused due to really bad weather, but it's resumed now. Police, are reviewing a whole lot of dash cam footage and anyone with any information is being urged to come forward. Another day, another casino facing an inquiry. This time it's the Star Casino in the spotlight with the Independent Liquor and Gaming Authority set to hold public hearings into allegations of money laundering and organised crime. Yep, ILGA
1: strikes again. That's that Independent Liquor and Gaming Authority. Of course, they were front and centre in the investigation into claims that Crown Casino uh, had also facilitated money laundering. Uh, That saw them come to the conclusion that they weren't uh, appropriate holders of a casino licence in the state. Uh, They'll go through that process now with the Star. Uh, Of course, those allegations that were made very public by the Sydney Morning Herald uh, in an investigation last week uh, are going to be probed further. Uh, Star have operations also in Brisbane and the Gold Coast, but the Sydney end of things are going to get a good look over.
0: Star have said they're concerned by what they're calling misleading allegations but that they will take appropriate steps to address them with the regulators. In international news now, it was back in February that a military coup seized power in Myanmar, leading to months of unrest and anti-coup protests. Thousands of protesters ended up in jail following that. But now the country's ruling military leader has promised to release more than 5,000 of those prisoners, Claire. He is looking to legitimise his rule after a rare rebuke from ASEAN. That's the Association of Southeast Asian Nations.
1: Yeah, what happened this week is that ASEAN Said that General Minang Halang, who really is the leader of Myanmar at the moment, uh, would not be able to attend that summit. Uh, That summit is happening a bit later this month. Uh, It is an organisation that's usually fairly depoliticised. It doesn't usually take these sorts of stands, but members involved last week said that they didn't want uh, the general there, that they would invite a non political representative. That seems to be quite a rebuke to the the military in Myanmar and experts say that they've taken this step to release those prisoners as a response.
0: There are still over 7,000 political prisoners being held including former leader Aung San Suu Kyi. No word yet on what will happen to them. And in big news for little kids, Emma, the yellow wiggle, is hanging up her bows and skivvy. The first female wiggle is retiring Claire.
1: Yep. She says that she wants to spend some more time with family and on her postgraduate studies. Of course, she was the first female to join the Wiggles. It was quite a revolutionary thing back in 2013. (laughs) And of course, now they have four new members who uh, come from different racial backgrounds and different gender backgrounds. So there's a, a lot of change in the Wiggles coming up
0: replacing her will be 16 year old sahai hawkins who joined the wiggles earlier this year in that influx of new members perhaps more relevant for squizzes listening is the news that the original wiggles the og wiggles will be going on tour for their 30th anniversary in 18 years plus tour so you can get down to hot potato with a beer in your hand i'll put a link in your episode notes Before we wrap up today, Claire, a big shout out to the town of Cowra. They've managed to secure the one and only Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) <laughs> As an ambassador
1: I have friends who have been doing basically the whole of lockdown in Cowra They have a home there and they've really enjoyed getting to know the locals uh, They were quite excited by the idea that Chris Hemsworth would become an ambassador That's certainly a campaign that their local tourism manager launched last week And lo and behold, Chris Hemsworth has responded Saying
0: that he'll get along and say good day at some <laughs> point next year It's a pretty impressive feat for a town with a population Of only about 13,000. They've made some big promises though. A four story statue with a beard of spun canola. Chris has promised to make his way there after his filming commitments overseas finish. They've got a little bit of time. (laughs) A squiz the day, Claire, what are you keeping an eye on? Uh, International Chefs
1: Day today. It seems that supporting our hospitality industry is really important at the moment, so make a booking or get along, I reckon.
0: Yeah, good one. Get out there and support your local. That's all from us today. Have a good one. We'll be back with you tomorrow.